0: Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM eighty nine point three.
1: Good morning, welcome to Weekend Mornings here on Money FM on a Saturday morning. Glad you're with us. I'm Glenn Van Zutphen. Joining me in the studio now, very special guest tennis player, Sarah Pang, professional tennis player. Welcome, Sarah.
2: Hi, good morning. Thank you for having me.
1: And Neil Humphreys is joining us as well. Uh, back in for another hour. Neil? Yeah, I'm very happy. I'm very happy to have Sarah here. I shouldn't
0: even say this because it's sacrilegious to some of my readers, but tennis is actually my favourite game to play, <laughs> more than
1: football. Okay. Well, the reason it's interesting that we have Sarah here today is because of the fact that she is debuting for Singapore in the WTA, the Women's Tennis Association, singles ranking at WTA 1200 Thirty-two. That announcement was made, uh, I think it was, was it last week or this yes, week? Yes,
2: officially on August the 5th.
1: Yeah. So How does it
2: feel? It feels surreal to be honest because it's been such a long road but it's also very special because this journey has been a product of the support and the love of everyday Singaporeans so for the rankings to actually have officially come out during National Day Week was also of divine plan I guess and Uh, special yeah. Sarah
1: tell us why this ranking is so important for a professional tennis player what does it actually mean to those of us who might not know about that world?
2: Tennis all of us know is is a global sport and there are many echelons of competitive play. The WTA Tour for the women's side is the the top tier Mm. of women's tennis in the world and the number of players who actually break through the rankings make ranking, we have about 15% 15% of players globally who make ranking on the women's tour or the men's tour. And for the ones who break through the rankings, it's only about 1% a year. So That's to, a small number, huh? That's yeah. a very small number. I was very surprised when I actually went down the list and I counted it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> and my coach was like, see, I told you. I was like, holy crap, that's true. <laughs> so, yeah, it's very special to represent on that stage and and to just carry the flag
0: i'm extremely proud and what does it again what does it mean just to elaborate what glenn was saying on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis. What does it mean as a, as a professional tennis player to be part of the of that professional ranking, the WTA? Money, obviously, I'm guessing. You start to get paid, you start to qualify for certain tournaments. Is that what it means?
2: At this stage, uh, because I start off at the bottom of the rankings, obviously, because mm. I've just broken through, mm. it's it's really um, the chance to qualify for, for tournaments on a more consistent basis. Right. That helps um, shift your focus from the uncertainty of whether you made the tournament to now mm. knowing that you're going to be in and you can just focus on beating that girl in that first round. So you're part
1: of the club now, right? Yeah. From
2: another angle, obviously one other thing you get is street cred. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So you you automatically qualify now for certain satellite events because I know there's a tiering system, isn't there, there there, to events. So maybe you should explain that first.
2: There are two circuits that constitute professional tennis in Singapore in the world, uh, both for the men's and the women's. For the women's, it's first supported by the World Tennis Tour. Mm. And there are five tiers of tournaments within that that tour. And then beyond that, you step into the W tour tournaments hmm. of which the the apex uh, are the grand slams yep so right now I'm starting off at the bottom of the World Tennis Tour and, and moving up. The beautiful thing though is that within the bottom tier there are there are 15, 25, 60, 80 and 100,000 dollar events and mm. that's all in US dollar. But not to be misled even at the bottom for 15,000s for example, that's the total price money of yes, the correct, tournament. Yes, correct. Yeah. Yeah. So that's even divided if, by yeah, yeah, divided by 64, oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> No, it's it's a very important thing to stress because I know you want to talk about, you know, the the importance of corporate funding. So mm. let's Let's just put it into context. We are Money FM. If if you go to one of those tournaments and you play the first round let's say you win or lose that round what sort of money it wouldn't be a lot would it it's well, nothing
2: It's thousand
0: dollars less no more? no
2: it's less uh, if you win main draw first round it's only 200 US at mm. max 100 wow. plus so we really yeah. at this level we really pay, play for passion and we play yeah. for, for guts and we play to move up the rankings you have to move up now mm. it's interesting
1: because you are the fifth player in sort of the modern tennis era who is Singaporean who is era, ranked right yes. women and men women women okay and only the eighth in Singapore's history yes I mean, That's really, that's huge, right? Thank
2: you. Uh, Yes, it's very special. Yeah. I mean I'm a Christian as well and I don't know if I can pull this out, but five in the Bible is a symbol of grace. Yeah. God's grace. And it is complete resurrection as well. So it's it's also special being at this point in my life. I don't feel my age at all to be honest. Well, if yeah. I
0: could just jump in there, resurrection is a key point because and I, I don't wish to speak out of turn, but you are you're thirty four. Yes. So to reach the WTA rankings for the first time at thirty four is particularly unusual yeah. anywhere in the world. So how did that come about? You know, it's such, it's such a long journey.
2: I started tennis at 19, and I played 10 years of badminton before that. What, I, what most <laughs> players did as juniors in tennis, I did in another sport. Yeah. So to transition from teni- uh, badminton to tennis was only because I wanted the chance to play professional in a sport, but mm. I just did not have that opportunity in, in badminton as much. Yeah. So my dad pulled me aside. He said, "Sarah, like Papa has always known you've wanted to play professional sport. I'll let you do it if you only choose golf or tennis." <laughs>
0: Is that purely for Kiyasu financial reasons? Um,
2: well, his logic was if you're 100 in the world in badminton versus 100 in the world in tennis, the effort expended is the same, but the return is very different. So, so, yes,
1: Kiyosu okay. reasons. Interesting. <laughs> well, <laughs> which <laughs> is practical. fair enough. It's, practical. it's a practical, yes, it's a practical yes, reason. Yes, yes. In the studio with uh, Sarah Pang, who is the uh, Singapore professional women's tennis player to just hit the WTA rankings. Sarah, the number, okay? WTA 1232. So yeah. you're the one thousandth. 232nd <laughs> person. How quickly would you expect to move up in those rankings? And what kind of number would you be looking at, let's say, in the next six months, nine months, year? I and like does, that question. And does that matter? <clears throat> I mean, it matters, right?
2: Yes, it matters because the points that we have have a lifespan. They only have a lifespan of 52 weeks. So oh, okay. as players, you are in a constant press to yeah. keep your points updated. Right. How fast can you move up those rankings? I'm very confident with the team that I have now. Uh, it took a long time to assemble and to find that right chemistry but the biggest accelerator honestly is backing funding mm. to play tournaments
1: because you have to get into the tournaments and do well in the tournaments before you can uh actually get up the rank get higher in the rankings right i mean obviously you got to win to to do better in the rankings right and to do that you have to have funding to be able to play in the tournaments
2: when you look historically through the um, history of players who have moved up the rankings and accelerated the fastest, yep. they are always players who have teams behind them. Mm. They are not players who struggle, traveling alone, doing all the logistics yourself, trying to work, uh, worry about your safety, of which I've done the homework and I've done for four years. Sure. The biggest change that happened for me this year was having a coach with me on tour and I wasn't even a one-to-one coach, it was a team coach. We had planned to make ranking within 12 months. Hmm. I shared him with three other girls. So it was four of us. And when you're having a full tournament schedule, you hardly see your coach because he's stretched all over. But even in that setup, with that little incremental help, we made ranking in half that time. Yeah,
1: that's great.
2: And and in my last tour, I had the chance to work with one of his assistant coaches for, for two weeks on tour. And at the end of that second week, I almost beat one of the top Indian players. And yeah. <laughs> I was playing like tennis, I could feel this incredible life force flowing through my body just because of the attention, the chance for attention with the one to one coach. So,
0: have you, as Glenn mentions, have you set a target? Is yeah. the top thousand
1: possible? You, oh, yeah. I know? mean, I, like in the next 52 weeks, right? You got 52 weeks. Yeah. So, what do you, where do you want to be a year from now?
2: If I have unlimited funding support so I can bring my coach and my physio with me on tour. Uh, occasional sports psychologist I think I can hit 400-500 in one year
0: do you know what the highest ranking a Singaporean has ever had I'm sure you've probably got it measured you know what you want to aim for
2: we have Stephanie Tan used to be yep. our previous um, number one and she went to, went up to four hundreds, and she did it within one year so for me that was an extreme uh, encouragement because yeah. obviously there's a strategy to how you accelerate through the rankings working with experienced coaches who know how to play the tour is also very important but also having a solid level of play and I know even Though, like 34 or whatever but i'm so past that age thing because uh, with the level of sports science we have today we can really push athletes into their 40s of course. and you see it consistently in, in many sports including tennis
0: look at roger federer yes he's playing like a guy in his late 20s yes. and still at- making grand slam finals yes. yes serena williams is another one
2: leander Pace, he's almost 50 and he's still winning grand slams wow so it's not impossible and really the limitations that we have are ones that we put on our mind more than anything else
0: To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.